0: It is Wednesday, well you're probably listening to this, it's Wednesday, but right now it is Tuesday, the 24th of November 2020. I've started my new full-time job, and aside from the absolutely grueling 90-second commute I am thrilled with how it's gone thus far. Hence this Tuesday-Wednesday bullshit. Um, All of that. And I don't know if you can hear the toilet flushing above me. I hope not, for my own sake. Uh, All of that and so much more on episode number 52, the Sean Corrales episode. I love that guy. Nothing flashy, not great. But in the playoffs, that dude is money. Or he was in the 18-19 cup run, but that doesn't fucking matter. Uh, fourth liner, grinder, gets you a Gino every once in a while, decent lettuce. That's Sean Corrale, and this is Complaints and Observations. The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe. Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm Dave LaPointe and this is 40 Minutes of Nonsense. Welcome aboard. Uh, I've missed you all terribly as this new schedule is leaving me uh, less than fulfilled, if you will, on the pod side of life. Um, you know, for whatever reason, Monday came and I really missed the ability to to go in the ba- uh, the bathroom. No. Go in the basement and uh, talk into this really shitty headset, which is falling apart. I have, you know, the sound on this thing. Forgive me. Uh, I can't fucking figure out what to do. I am currently surrounded by uh, light-blocking curtains, uh, because I read that that is, is kind of good for sound. Uh, I don't have one above me that hopefully will be done uh, in the coming weeks, but I don't really think this works, and I don't know if it's just the shitty uh, replacement mic that I bought. But I'm gonna get back. I gotta get you know a similar one to what I purchased, before, you know, to start out, um, you know, with the arm and the and the windscreen and and whatnot. But because this thing isn't working for me, it sounds like shit. And I'm not going to grow this crap uh, if if it sounds like crap. So I don't record it on a phone. I don't want it to sound like I'm recording it on the phone. But it sounds like I'm recording it on a phone. I'm doing a grave disservice to my four listeners. Uh, hopefully that audience grows. I just wrapped up an interview with an incredibly nice... Uh, interesting guy that'll be on next week's show when i'm laying on the beach in the caribbean hopefully uh that episode will drop next wednesday uh, and it'll feature on my interview uh, that i just completed so um on the actual real side of life things are on the up which is good i mentioned that i started uh, the new job this week and right now, I feel like a dog because there is so much meat on this bone, and I'm very excited to get to it. So uh, that's that. I don't plan on discussing work much here, uh, but I'm sure little things will come up now and now and again. But thus far, all good. couldn't Couldn't like it more. A bunch of great people. Looking forward to really digging into this thing. So there are a ton of other things to talk about, but. Fucking hell if I could remember what they are. I did a poor job of prep, as per usual. Um, But, uh, let's see. Uh, Dave Chappelle hates Netflix. Uh, The Dow hit 30,000 today in the middle of a fucking surging pandemic. Right. But there's reasons for it. Uh, The Dow is not the economy. The stock market as a whole is not the economy. Just keep that in mind. Uh, Weed stocks, by the way. Weed stocks are going up. All these states are finally getting on board. Weed stocks are going up. So you should get on board. If you have some expendable income, get into the weed game. Uh, Ken Jennings is going to host some Jeopardy episodes. Looking forward to that. Uh, A prequel to The Legend of Zelda is coming out. Wait. What? I looked into what it's about and got confused, so I bailed. Never mind. Uh, What else? Uh, Sergio Dest, American soccer player, United States men's national team defender, scored a goal today for Barcelona in a Champions League match. Huge step forward for the U.S. men's national team. But you unwashed and clueless rubes don't care. West Ham is currently 8th in the league, so you'd better fucking recognize uh, a whole lot of crap, but there are two things, maybe two and a half, that I really wanted to touch on today. First is the uh, the pending bill passage. No, I shouldn't even say it. pending is not a word I should have used there, but uh, the bill for uh, legalized sports wagering in the uh, state commonwealth, I should say, of Massachusetts. And the second is the New England Patriots and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, first, let's talk about this bill, okay? The Massachusetts State Senate, at the end of last week, chose not to take a roll call on the House bill that had advanced through the House and was passed by the House and sent to the Senate. Sometime this summer, earlier this summer, regarding the legalization of sports sports wagering in our fair Commonwealth, and then decided. Uh, well, it was scheduled, but then they closed up shop for the holiday. Now, this is not only uh, a slap in the face to the gambling community, of which is expansive, but To the 351 cities and towns, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Now, the Mass State Lottery, for fucking years, has run a marketing campaign for the lottery that uh, espoused the virtue of playing the lottery to provide. Uh, revenue and and money, if you same fucking thing, David. Jesus. to the three fifty one cities and towns of Massachusetts. in 2019, that was 1.1 billion dollars. <throat> now I looked into this. 20 cents of every dollar, Generated by the Mass State Lottery goes to that pot. 6% goes to retailers. 76% or 76 cents goes to, to payout winners. And then the remaining 2%. Fuck, it's not... Well, I mean, yeah, it is 2%. It's based on a dollar, Stupid. It's actually 1.9% goes to actually running what is the only self-operated lottery in the country. So Massachusetts is the only state in the United States that runs and manages its own lottery. Everything else is farmed out to third parties. So that keeps their... Operating expenses way down, so they're able to share more with the 351 cities and towns of the fair commonwealth of Massachusetts. What I'm not able to find is how many of these lottery players are also sports gamblers. I would guess it's not, uh, I would guess it's quite a few, I should say, right? The investment website Morningstar cites, quote, government commissioned reports, end quote, that estimates about $150 billion in illegal gambling bets were placed in the United States in 2019. Yeah, $150 billion with a capital B. And that's likely to be somewhat conservative given that, you know, Jimmy the Fish isn't opening his books for the feds anytime soon. Uh, The amount of money that states and the Commonwealth of Massachusetts are are missing out on is ridiculous. Now, look, you're still going to have uh, illegal gambling because one, it's easy, two, legal sports books don't typically give out credit, whereas Jimmy the Fish doles out credit, okay? But legalized gambling, at least I, this is my opinion, legalized wagering, sports wagering, isn't entirely, it's not for the degens, you know? It's not for uh, the guys who sit behind a computer and are, you know, crunching numbers and looking for trends and things like that. Would those guys go legit at some point maybe but it's going to take a long time to get to you know the the number of the amount spent legally versus the amount spent illegally to to shift you know established relationships um you know ease of use if you will you know and I said the credit credit's a big fucking thing in in this world so um the states and the legal gambling entities are are interested in the average Joes and Jills that are already at a casino or near a book, spending money at the tables, the slots, the restaurants, the bars, the bars especially, you know, because they want them to get sauced and then go fucking, you know, put $20 on Gonzaga to win the national championship only to lose every year. Um, it's an add-on, and it's incredibly lucrative. That's my opinion. I don't know that for fact, but um, that's what I think. Now, the casinos in Massachusetts are ready to go at a moment's notice, and the revenue generated would be immense and incredibly helpful. I had talked with my buddy Evan a couple weeks back in regards to uh, legalized marijuana revenue in the state of Colorado and the point in the fact that they had a surplus from the sale of marijuana. They were the first on board, they're the you know, the, the the kings, the the cream of the crop if you will. So they're the ones that are going to reap some of the benefits uh, as they are the outlier in some cases. At this point with legalized gambling there is no outlier really because it's been dribs and drabs it's been trickling some states have are handling it better than others let's look at uh, the ocean state rhode island little roadie if you will whose infrastructure here blows just like the rest of the state not entirely but mostly mostly in february of this year 2020 the last semi normal month of the year books in rhode island which i think there's four i'd have to double check they handled over 28 million dollars in wagers in the month of february and generated 1.1 million dollars in tax revenue in one month february okay which you know there's there's super bowl which probably generated i would say a fair i'd say maybe half of the, i don't know who the fuck knows but because there's nothing else going on in february there's regular season nba nhl and super bowl but february is is probably a fair example okay now, that's just Rhode Island. It's small. The casinos are terrible. Imagine what Massachusetts could do at the MGM out in Springfield, the Encore um, outside of Boston in bucolic Everett, Massachusetts, or even Plain Ridge, which stinks. Plain Ridge stinks out loud, but Plain Ridge is operated by Penn Gaming who uh, has a chunk of Barstool Sports. Their book at Plainridge would more than likely be Barstool branded to bring out the college kids and the old white guys who still crave being a college kid. So marketing alone in that location is going to draw uh, betters. It's going to make money for the state. But the Massachusetts State Senate chose to ignore it, literally, flat out ignored it, and have said nothing on the matter since, at least nothing that I've seen. I've seen a lot from a variety of house reps on the matter, including um, Mark Pacheco, who basically said, we're leaving free money on the table. What are we doing? However, some uh, like to say that uh, the reason behind all this is that Governor Charlie Baker has, what I've been told, quote, a personal agenda, end quote. That's the actual term that I've been told. Uh, I can't get a straight answer as to what it is from from the people that I've talked to. I'm not going to mention who it is. It's not really important. Um you know, Governor Baker, who introduced the first legal wagering bill himself, he was the author of the original bill, is apparently wrapped up in some kind of secret plan to get something. Uh, I've also been told that, uh, that I should ask those close to the bill and I'll get my answer. I reached out via email to the sponsor of the revised bill, Dan Cullinane of the 12th Suffolk, uh, and and his staff multiple times, hoping that he or they would be able would be these alleged people to know what the governor's personal agenda might be. Uh, and of course, I haven't received a reply. Shocking. Uh, Dan bailed on his seat this year. He chose not to run for re-election and is instead going into the private sector with a lobbying firm. So I imagine he's uh, super eager to answer questions from a, about gambling from a fat douchebag before he goes to work suckling on, the, on Satan's teeth. It's crazy to me that this can't get done. And while Governor Baker has uh, said all the right things in public, everything that I have read, every quote that I have seen, has shown that Governor Baker is in support of a bill And if it lands on his desk, he's going to sign it. There's the problem. You can blame the governor all you want. I think it's misdirected. The Senate is the one in this case that chose to ignore it. Now, if you're telling me that Charlie Baker, uh, in the middle of a pandemic and getting just uh, an unbearable amount of grief from the uh, lower IQ portion of the state, for the way that he's handled uh, the pandemic, you know, is going to the Senate and saying, "Look, uh, you can't pass this bill because I want something." I find that ludicrous. If he's protecting the state lottery for some weird fucking reason, to me, the the simple answer there is: look, just put the lottery in the fucking sports books. Boom. What the fuck? You, you don't. You mean to tell me that fucking degenerates aren't going to buy scratch tickets from the goddamn machine, take them back to their seat, and start scratching them while they're watching games? Of course they will. These crazy assholes love scratch tickets. Kidding? But, you know, uh, Charlie Baker's a politician, so apparently every thought he has or every word that he shares is nothing more than a dirty lie. Uh, Living your life thinking that everyone is fucking lying to you or to everybody it has to be a awful, a draining way to go through life. What do you What do you think about uh, for dinner, uh, dear? Well, I I liked that that pot roast you made last night. I mean, do we have any leftovers? You're a fucking liar. You didn't fucking like that at all. That's how I typically would imagine a relationship with that with that type of person. Being. Uh, i don't don't get it uh, i'm going to keep on this i think it's an interesting topic in in it has it's an onion okay so one i enjoy sports two i enjoy sports wagering three i enjoy seeing the 351 states uh you know cities oh fuck, david 351 cities and towns of the fair commonwealth of massachusetts Uh, enjoying uh, the revenue of vice, and that's how it should be. So, you know, I've taken a stab at trying to get, uh, you know, a state congressperson to join the show and talk about it, but that is some real pie-in-the-sky shit, because I don't think that's going to happen. But I'm going to keep trying. We'll see what happens. Uh, You know, again, it's one of these things that I, I don't see a downside to it. You know, because you can advertise um, all kinds of shit about drinking and driving, marijuana, and all these different things, and you can say, "If you have a problem, call this number." And it goes the same with the lottery because you don't see too many. In in fact, I don't. I can't even recall seeing a, a mass lottery commercial recently. But that doesn't mean they don't do them anymore. I just I just haven't seen them. But I mean. There's always the d- disclaimer at the bottom. Gambling is a, is a problem. If you have a problem with gambling, call this number. You know? Uh, so, the, it's not as if they can't handle it the same way. But, you know, what can you do? I don't know. I don't have all the answers for it, obviously, because I'm an idiot. But, it's a very interesting topic because it has, there's a lot to do with even people who don't bet on sports. Speaking of betting on sports, best bets for this past week. I neglected to mention them on Thursday and I hate myself for it. As your fair host is making a move, two straight wins, very excited, maybe even three. I, I'm not good at keeping track of this fucking thing, but. Uh, I was the only winner this week. I took Seattle on Thursday. They rolled. Uh Scott Banksley had the Patriots. <laughs> Jackie Frodley Jr. He took the goddamn Falcons. Like ugh, both losers. So going into week twelve it stands. Uh Scott Banksley is six four and one. Uh, I'm five and six now. Jackie Frodley Jr. three and eight. So I'm creating some distance between myself and the bottom, which was my goal. Goal is to not finish last. If I finish second, I'm fine. However, I'm only a game and a half behind Scott. Week 12, there's, uh, what, five games left. I can see this out. I need to be shrewd. I need to uh, make sure that I'm cognizant of a number of different things. I made a bet a couple weeks ago, the Cleveland game, and the only reason I made the bet is because the weather was so fucking awful, I just bet the under, and it came in, I was was pretty pumped about that, but um, there is nothing thus far that has jumped out that says, oh my god, this will be a great bet, Uh, but that could very well change, I mean, I I I don't want to say this out loud, but I kind of like the Cowboys this week after their win last week. Um, but we'll we'll see how that turns out. Now, the other things I wanted to talk about, as I mentioned, the New England Patriots, uh, Josh McDaniels couldn't coach his way through a fucking Tecmo Bowl game. That guy, I swear to Christ, he's watching a different game while he's... Uh, allegedly calling the offense because there's no rhyme or reason to literally anything he does. I've said this before Tom Brady covered up a lot of his bullshit. Uh, Cam Newton, he can't do that for a, a couple of different reasons. One, he's not Tom Brady. Okay. Nobody is. It's just that's the way it is. And two, he doesn't know the offense as intimately as the previous quarterback who helped to build said offense, okay? Now, how Josh McDaniels cannot look at things and say, we are currently playing the Houston Texans, the worst run defense in football, and we're going to instead have Cam Newton throw the ball 40 fucking times, what planet are we on where that's an acceptable scheme it ain't the other thing the tampa bay buccaneers i want to know what tom brady thinks of bruce arians right now because bruce arians had the fucking balls he had the balls to say out loud Behind a microphone, that Tom Brady couldn't read a defense. What planet is this man on? Does he think he's gonna like fucking motivate him somehow by by using that bullshit? I mean, what on earth? I am just. I don't get it, and, and if. If I'm Tom Brady and I'm 43 years old and I'm dealing with this fucking coot, I'd be like, listen, get this guy out of here. I honestly, let's say Tampa finishes, I don't know, let's say 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Uh, they make the playoffs. They may, they win their first game, lose their second game. Don't be shocked if uh, Arians gets fired and the guy that comes in is, uh, former Patriot or somebody with ties to the Patriots. It ain't going to be Josh McDaniels because my guess is that Tom Brady knows he fucking stinks. and stinks out loud. Uh, the offensive coordinator in Buffalo, whose name eludes me at the moment, uh, he was with the Patriots for a while. Um, there's a couple of guys... Somebody mentioned fucking Nick Saban. Nick Saban's not Please. Nick Saban's got the easiest job on the planet. He's not leaving Alabama to to coach in the NFL again. He tried that. Didn't work out. Didn't like it. Kind of screwed up. Whatever. But it's going to be very interesting to see how that goes. I am... I'm guessing that everyone else is, is also you know, curious. Not the biggest deal. It's just a coach, football coach. Uh, when you have a, a quarterback who's the best quarterback of all time, theoretically, anybody could coach the team, except for Josh McDaniels, because he stinks. Okay, as it is Wednesday or, or Tuesday or what have you, it is time for three gripes. Uh, gripe number one, the ongoing saga of aging and how hair in weird places and the color of said hair. The other day, i happened to be looking in the mirror. Staring at myself intently because um, I'm fairly handsome. I happen to notice I had a white nose hair. That's right, a white nose hair. Look, I'm, I'm 42 years old, okay? So obviously, uh, things are changing. So far, no, no real serious concerns. However, this is a concern. One I don't like nose hair to begin with. I am uh, deathly afraid of, you know, massive bushels growing out of my nose, my ears between my eyes, and I know if left unattended, that's precisely what would happen. So. I t- tend to those areas on the regular. So the other day I see this, uh, this white nose hair and I immediately was like, what? What? No, that doesn't belong there. So I, I get out the old uh, hedge trimmers and I, I get up in there and I'm spinning it around and I'm doing this and take it out. Look, it's still there. This fucking thing does not want to go away now i'm pulling out tweezers to try and i can't i can't grab it i was in a full-on fucking tear-induced panic because you know you stick and you're pulling fucking shit out of your nose and it's it's bringing out tears i couldn't uh, and i managed to to cut it i got in there and i like cut it a little bit but now every time I look at my face, that's immediately where my eyes go is to this goddamn fucking white nose hair. I don't know what to do. I'm at a loss. Do I? Do I wax my nose hair? No, 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 no. That's, that's just stupid, David. You couldn't. Don't. Don't even think of such a thing. Um, but I, I'm at. I'm, I'm just. One, I'm scared because I don't want. I don't want these just it's one of the saddest things about when i when i see someone who's older and now they've completely just fucking given up on on their appearance at all i never want to get to that place and look does that make me vain probably but i never want to get to the point where i just i don't care at all about what i look at i mean look there are some days where i you know i don't dress particularly uh, you know well, but I'm sure as shit don't dress like a bum. And the last thing I want to do is I never want to get to that point in my life where I wear sweatpants or fucking pajama pants out of the house with a fucking t-shirt uh, and giant white nose hairs and in fucking ear hairs. Like, that scares me. It literally frightens me. I have a a, a, a weird relationship with death, but I think the... The the unkempt hair situation scares me even more. Because it looks terrible. And you look like shit when you do it. When I got married a couple years ago, one of the the gifts that I gave to my groomsmen were uh, ear slash nose hair trimmers. Why? Because you're in your 40s. You should be doing this now. Take care of yourself, gentlemen. Please. For your children's sake and your own sake. Don't do it. Get rid of that shit. You get a haircut, you shave. What's the difference? All right? Thank you. That's the PSA from your friend at Complaints and Observations. Gripe number two, standing in line. The other day, driving down the street, this was this weekend, this past weekend. My wife and I were going somewhere. I don't know where we're Lowe's, probably. I fucking hate Lowe's. <clears throat> we pass a market basket. A supermarket up here in the area. If you're not from the area and you're not familiar, uh, market basket is the seventh layer of hell. Um, and there was a fucking line to get into the market basket. And it got me thinking, one, uh, a couple miles in the opposite direction uh, from which we were going, there is another supermarket, a Trukis, uh, which is a small uh, local, of course, a local It's a supermarket, David. Eh, that doesn't make sense. But they're a small uh, company. I think they have like f- five or six grocery stores, part of a co-op. So that's how they have their buying power and are able to keep prices at a reasonable level. Uh, plenty of room at the Trukies. It's just like a gas station, okay, where if you think you're going to save 10 cents, you're going to go to the gas station and fill up your tank. But in essence, you're only saving a dollar, two dollars tops. Whereas uh, the savings between Market Basket and Trukies. Might be a dollar or two dollars, uh, you know, a couple times throughout the the purchase. So standing in line in general, uh, unless it's something for like incredibly exciting or incredibly fun, or something that you need to do. Now you do not need to stand in line at the grocery store when there is another grocery store down the street offering the same or better products. At a similar price. Standing in line. Out. Don't like it. I didn't. I wish I didn't say that. Fuck. God. I, I you know, subliminally stole that from uh, Joe Murray on the Sports Hub. And I, I hate myself for that. God damn it. Uh, hate standing in line. Don't do it. Gripe number three. Logos for companies uh, created by football players. I am convinced that there's one company putting together all of these logos. The first one that I can you know uh, recall the Tom Brady man. I've talked about fucking Tom Brady way too much today. The TB12. So there's that boring, stupid logo with his initials and the the number. Then you have Julian Edelman and his J-E-11, his initials and the number. The other day, I see Jared Goff, J-G-16. What? The logos, are they all look the fucking same, right? It's it's the, the initials and uh, the number combined. These fucking guys can't come up with a better name than, uh what are you going to cost? Well, you know, my initials are JG. We're 16. Why not JG 16? Yeah, gee, I don't know, Jared. Maybe because fucking every other quarterback in the league does the same fucking thing. Differentiate yourself, man. Be different. God forbid. But all the logos look fucking same. There's, there's gotta be one goddamn good. Co- and if there isn't one company, there's gotta be some fucking uh you know artistic th- thievery, if you will, going on because they all look the fucking same. There's no difference between these things. And they're boring. It's just they're just not appealing. They don't look good. Uh, you know, Tom Brady's managed to take this stupid name and this stupid logo and Grow it into a, uh, a fucking phony supplement business. Good for him. Nicely done, Tom. Congratulations. You you've managed to take stretching and snake oil and turn it into a multi billion dollar business. Well done, smart man. The the graphic designer on all these fucking logos, though, you need to you need to come up with something different. And if you get another one of these guys, these dopey guys that says, "Oh, I want to make a fucking logo for my brand, tell them no. <laughs> Say, look, I'm not I can't make another one of these stupid logos again. They're all the same and they all stink. Save yourself, graphic designer. All right, that's it for the show today. a short one because again, I had to an interview earlier. It was very scrambly to try to get this together, but I hope it came out okay. I hope it doesn't sound like shit. Um, as I mentioned, next week, I will have the uh, the legend of Westchester County, New York, and the, the voice of the Iona Gales basketball teams, uh, Rich Leaf. You don't know him, but when you listen to this, you're going to love the guy. He was a super, super dude. It was an excellent conversation. Uh, I loved it. and was I'm very thankful that he decided to join this fucking nonsense. Uh, because it was great. And I thoroughly enjoyed talking to him. And I thought it was a very interesting conversation. So I do hope uh, that you'll tune in next week, on Wednesday, to, uh, to enjoy that. As I'm sipping a cocktail on a Caribbean beach next week in the middle of a global pandemic. That's right. So feel free to check out my Twitter page at ComplaintsPod. Instagram at ComplaintsPod. I do have a Facebook page, but fuck Facebook. I have a YouTube page, but I haven't done anything because I'm lazy. Uh, I have an email address, showmail at com. You can also call into the show. Leave me a voicemail, 65, rip them, 617-65-R-I-P-E-M, 617-65-R-I-P-E-M, give me a call, leave me a message, you'll be on the show, you want to be on the show, let me know, uh, if you know someone interesting who has anything to talk about, let me know, that's the goal now, the goal now is to just uh, have an interview interesting people, that's it. I want to bitch and moan about dumb crap and have uh, really nice and interesting people on the program. So hopefully uh, this continues. Uh, We shall see. But again, that is it. So take care of yourself. Take care of each other, please. Uh, Godspeed. Ta-ta.